0: Have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady back. It is Tracy Beans, the editor in chief over at uncoverdc.com. Incredible journalist and great all around human being. How are you, Tracy? Good to see you.
1: I'm good. I've missed you so much. Joe. Missed
0: you too. My my listeners, my viewers missed you. Where is Beans? Why did you get Beans mad at you? Why are you guys fighting? <laughs> I'm like, none of that's going on. No, you weren't well, but you're feeling well now. You look great. Welcome
1: back. Thank you. It was actually because I was too embarrassed after the little snafu at the end of the last interview. What
0: did, happened at the last interview? I, so I forget. You're...
1: You were mocking me about it incessantly during the break. I don't remember what it was. I said something like, (laughs) good thing
0: or i don't even instead of goodbye or take care it was like thing good or something whatever it was it didn't make any sense but it was hilarious so so you took a month off just to just to feel better about that um i'm glad to see you back i'm glad to see you laughing glad to see you healthy um great work continues over at uncovereddc.com the carrie lake story is one that's never going to stop i don't think because she won't let it stop rightfully so um she feels she was wronged in arizona i feel she was wronged in arizona um we're now seeing that she's showing up in all sorts of places. People say Carrie, you should be the the vice presidential nominee with Trump. So people do love her. What's the story that you're working on for Uncovered DC? What don't I know?
1: Oh, this case continues. Does the it? Supreme Court Oh my gosh, yes. It it's been something. And nobody's covering it and I cannot Well, wasn't it well,
0: wasn't it, they did cover it, but they denigrated it. They alleged that out of eight charges or eight complaints she had, they only accepted one. Is that true?
1: Yes. But the one that they remanded back down to the trial court was to do signature verification to make sure, you know, the Carrie Lake argues they didn't follow their own procedure for signature matching. Not that they didn't um, that not that she didn't like the procedure as it was written, but that they didn't follow it. And this entire time, Maricopa, Hobbs, Fontes, all of them have been arguing. Well, she should have brought this before the election if she didn't like how we do this. And she's like, No. How am I supposed to know that you yeah. weren't going to follow your procedure? How do you do it before the
0: election, <laughs> election if it happened at the election? Well, well see, this is not just Arizona, though. And, and Tracy, I want you to focus on that and tell me all the entire um, Carrie Lake story in a second. But let me just interject this: several. St- states many states 10 20 states did not follow their own laws in the books if they were taking mail-in balloting from everybody and it wasn't something that was approved by the legislature it was illegal every single one of those votes in 2020 should never have been counted period i'm not making it up it's not because i like trump i do but that doesn't matter what matters is those laws are not to be changed by the governor by the lieutenant governor by the secretary of state the legislatures make those laws and many states dozens i think just didn't follow their own laws go ahead
1: that's true, and that actually also plays a bigger role in this case, too, um, because one of the other things that they argued was chain of custody, right? And, and that was one of the claims that they brought there. Maricopa County didn't follow their own chain of custody procedures. Maricopa County actually admitted in court papers that they didn't follow their own chain of custody procedures. Wow. When the votes come in to McTec, the, the counting center, the, you know, the dropbox votes and things like that, yes. they're supposed to count every single one of those envelopes and, ca- and write on a form how many, how many ballots were there, right? Then those ballots move from McTech to Runbeck, okay. the outside vendor. Right. The, when they get to Runbeck, Runbeck scans them and does what they need to do and then documents how many they received on a form. Maricopa County said, well, we didn't have time to count them. So we estimated how many there were and we sent them off. The problem with that is once you leave a facility, and go somewhere else with the the sanctity of a ballot is completely destroyed if you don't know how many there were before you left, right? And Carrie Lake argued this and Katie Hobbs said, we did follow our chain of custody procedures even though they didn't count. We wrote the number of ballots down on this form and then Runbeck wrote the number of ballots down on this form and here are the forms as proof that we followed our own procedure. Well, the problem, Joe, is that those numbers don't match well, that, that
0: could by, be an issue.
1: They're off by thirty five thousand five hundred sixty four votes, which is twice the the margin of error. I mean, twice the the margin, the margin of, of victory. victory. Yeah, right. Twice. It's not like ten ballots here, fifty ballot ballots there. So originally, the Supreme Court knocked that that one out, and then Katie Hobbs was like, "We want sanctions." because Carrie Lake brought this up now and she's never talked about it before. That's an absolute lie. So when they filed to say why they shouldn't be fined for making this claim, they said, we used their own evidence that they used to prove that they did follow the chain of custody. And now they're saying that that evidence doesn't matter. Oh, that wasn't meant to be taken at face value, they argued in their court papers yesterday. That was just to show that we filled the forms out there's no importance to them, basically downgrading the importance of these vital chain of custody forms because there were ballots inserted into the total, right? Or maybe there weren't ballots inserted into the total. Nobody knows.
0: And we're not allowed to ask. If you ask, you're going to be sanctioned. Well, first of all, I had Carrie Lake on this show on election day, and she reported that day to me, to my audience that there were major problems that 20%, we thought it was 20% at first, she now says 60% had an issue at the Republican, mainly Republican uh, poll poll places. And, And it was that day. So Katie Hobbs can't say she didn't bring it up. She brought it up the day of as voting was continuing. And... The ballots that weren't being read correctly in the tabulators were, from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, they were thrown in some bin three or some crap, along with a bunch of other ballots that either were or weren't checked. We don't know which votes were counted, which votes weren't counted. And when you say, well, we can figure it out, just give us chain of custody, they say, no, I can't have chain of custody. So how do we, get he- to the, how do we know who won? Because are we honest to God, to, the, to this day, even though she's been sworn in, we don't know that Katie Hobbs won.
1: She didn't win. It's clear as day. And I would not say that if I wasn't sure. And you know that, Joe. She didn't win. She lost. I mean, Rasmussen did a poll out there. Yeah, sure. Maybe they lean a, a little bit right. But by eight points. Eight points she won, not just like three points or two or one. She won overwhelmingly. It is clear as day. And when their expert was granted the ability to go in and look at those ballots that got screwed up because they said somebody bumped the printer and printed a 19-inch ballot on which, a which you paper, can't do.
0: You can't do that. It has to be set no. up manually. Somebody's got to go in and change it to 19. We know that you can't bump it and make that happen.
1: Correct. They asked, they're supposed to dupe those ballots, Joe. They're supposed to take the 19-inch ballot that was shoved in drawer three, look at it, and say, okay, you voted for Carrie Lake or Katie Hobbs and duplicate it. And then take the duplicate and the original and put them together so that there is a chain of custody on those ballots. Did that happen? They did not know they couldn't find any of the duplicates on the 50 or something that they looked at. And when he asked for them, Richard or one of the you know guys over there that does all the work said, oh, it's going to take us weeks to find those. They had like days. So now here's where we're at. Where we're at is this. We're waiting on the the court to reconsider or not this whole chain of custody thing at run back with the thirty five thousand extra ballots. I don't know how you could be an honest broker and look at this evidence that was submitted by the defense. And I mean, sorry, by the. um. By the, the, the plaintiff. you know, the people, right. No, the defense, it, like Maricopa County and-, and Oh, they, they presented it? This. Oh, okay, yes, go ahead. It's their own evidence that they put in. It was the defense they put in to prove that they followed the rules when that very evidence shows that they obviously have a big problem on their hands. So, so we're so waiting for what, what, that.
0: Well, Tracy, would have, by the way, Tracy Bean's. has got UncoverDC.com. She's obviously wound up because she's got a great story here and she's righteous in everything she's saying. So what's, when the last time I talked to Carrie Lake, I said, what's the relief? And she said, they can literally throw out the election and redo it. Or they can kick yeah. Katie Hobbs out and put me in. Or they can actually count all the ballots so they can find them all and find out what the real result was. And, and something jumped out at me that you said a little while ago. You said that Maricopa County claimed they didn't have time to do what they had to do procedurally by law. That's untrue because when the when the idiot who runs Maricopa County was interviewed by a local Phoenix television station, he said, we probably won't know the answer for about a week. So they had all the time they needed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't have taken them. They have to follow procedure. Like it's law. It's not a question of somebody being a sore loser. It's the law. And it could have been a Democrat disenfranchised or a Republican disenfranchised, but there were at least on a low, low, low average 35,000 voters in Arizona who didn't have their votes counted accurately based on the very forms that Katie Hobbs submitted to prove that they did count things accurately. So now the Supreme Court sent this back down to the trial court for the signature verification portion, which is really the key to everything. This is how you know they, they managed to steal elections because the signatures don't match at all. There are like 15 witnesses that came forward from The office that does the signature matching for Maricopa County and said the process wasn't followed, there's no possible way they could have done this properly because it takes X amount of time to look at each ballot. We gave them this many ballots. They gave them back to us within, you know, I don't know, a half hour, an hour. There's no way they could have gone through the right process to do what they were supposed to do. And they just rubber stamped everything. But the trial court was like, we don't know what to do because we've never had this happen before. So it went if, back if, there, if
0: well, I'm sorry, I just have to jump okay. in because my, my, the way my brain works, I'm trying to figure out what the end result could be. So if it turns out 35,000 Arizonans were disenfranchised in that election, by the way, could the guy could the guy Abe also win as the AG?
1: He's still he's 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 filed a petition just to so see. they
0: both they both might have won. We don't know. I think you and I believe that at least she won, and maybe he did. Uh, Eight hundred so,
1: votes so, on that race, Joe. Eight hundred. Well,
0: So what's the the relief? The Supreme Court gets it back after they say, yeah, the signature verification was not followed by law. Then what? You throw it out, you revote, you just give it to Kerry. What do you do?
1: You tell me what you think the Supreme Court will do in this situation. And I'm not confident they'll do anything, even if it's glaring and in their face. There's a possibility. I mean, there's always a possibility. But this is probably one of the most blatant examples of election uh, integrity issue that we've seen so far Utterly impossible to discount it. Anyone who is is not being honest with you, just plain and simple. Anyone who tells you that this is not a stolen or a fraudulent election is lying to you. Yeah. A- end of story. And again, you, and can't, so, you
0: can't say that if you don't believe that. So no. is there a provision in Arizona law? You may not know. Uh, I think there is, to be honest. There is. Where, there you, is. Could, where you can revote just Maricopa County because that's where they screwed up.
1: Um, No, I don't think so. I don't think you can just re-vote one county. I think you have to run the election all over again, but with different people running it. I would would hope so.
0: I mean, the competitor should never have been running it to begin with.
1: I mean, that's a whole different topic. This this is such an, oh, goodness. It's just so bad.
0: You you think we get a good result to where voters' votes will actually count or not?
1: If we don't keep pushing this, we won't. If people, I, I see people say this all the time oh, if you keep talking about this, we won't win in 2024. Nonsense. Right. Nonsense.
0: This is the guarantee we will win in 2024 if, in fact, we were supposed to win. We have to make sure every vote is counted. And all of a sudden, you're hearing Fauci talking about, yeah, there's probably going to be another pandemic soon. You know, they, they love the mail-in balloting in general elections. I mean, obviously, in 2020, we saw what it did, and we go back to what I said for the beginning of the interview. Many states ignored their own laws, which is against the law. There could be a Supreme yeah. Court case in, like, 20 states. There really could be, and there should be, to be honest with you. It's Tracy Bean Go to uncoverdc.com, uncoverdc.com. I've got to ask you about the parent who's, I yeah. guess, in deep trouble because she's unhappy that some drag queen twerked or something on her on her kid. What happened here?
1: Very quickly, Forsyth, North Carolina School District, right? The, there are some high school kids in ninth grade that go to the college there for, for college credits because they're brilliant, yes. and they all have to go and eat in this cafeteria. Well, during lunch hour, Libs of TikTok broke this uh, last week. There was a drag queen show where a 14-year-old ended up sitting in a chair and getting a lap dance from a grown man dressed up as a woman. We have pictures of it in our article today. Absolutely terrible. Allegedly, there were crimes committed that day. And moms and dads and grandparents from all sides of the aisle are, are angry about it. So um one one of these parents who was helping to organize a bunch of stuff about mask mandates and stuff during COVID has a Facebook group, organized this this, you know, event to go and have their public comment at the school board meeting. Like, how is my daughter getting a lap dance from a man during her school day? I don't know. Great question. Right. So she goes in there. Um, her name is Ashley Wallace. She goes in there and she she sets this up. The police um call her. And she's done many of these and they've n- never had a contact with the police before. Right. They go to the meeting, they have signs, do whatever they do, and then go in and talk at the meeting. Right. And the cop says, listen, just want to make sure that you're in compliance and nobody gets in trouble and that you're following all the rules. And by the way, I have the, um, I wanted to pass on quote, some information to you from the guy who runs security for the school. Um, he's not trying to change your mind or anything like that, but in fairness, I think that it's right for you to know that the incident with the girl at the Forsyth Tech, the principal of the school, the district office was unaware that there was going to be anything like that happening at the school. So they're kind of unsure why you're protesting when this was at the college and not here at this school. Oh come and on! She's like, well, we're protesting because it was, uh, you know, freshman high school students yes. in their care. Who were subjected to a, a, a lap dance from drag queens.
0: And that's nobody no, nobody noticed the men dressed like women, you know, flamboyantly running around the college campus?
1: It was school-sponsored. The, the the school district came out and said, we really would like some more communication. No young student D- should it, have... A-
0: does it sound to you like they're trying to shut her up? I mean, that's very yes. simple, right?
1: Yes. I mean, the guy was very nice. He sympathized with the cause. The, the recording is in the article. Everyone can listen to the phone call she had with this Great. officer. Um, he he was just basically trying to say, well, maybe you really shouldn't do this because because because. Oh, I get it. I'm a dad too. I'm sympathetic. You know, no kid should have to go through that. But we'll call you back if we have any problems. There are no rules for compliance. He didn't advise on any rules for compliance. There was, no, there was no discussion on this call of what they needed to do to be in, quote, compliance, like he said when he first called.
0: Well, I just checked the First Amendment as you were speaking. It doesn't talk about compliance when you want to protest. It, no. It, just, it doesn't say that. So I'm not really sure what compliance he's looking for. L- let me ask you something just in a in – uh, maybe philosophically. Why exactly is it that we need drag queens to come to non-drag shows – and read, and twerk, and dance, and lap dance, and go to, go to colleges and elementary schools. Tracy, do we know why they need to do that to our children and our young people? I don't know why. Um,
1: I think they're grooming them, and they're trying to get them used to, um, mostly, I mean, I haven't seen a female-to-male transitioner do this to anybody. It's all male-to-female transitioners, if you notice, and um, no matter how hard they try, Joe, they'll never be me they will never be women. Nothing they <laughs> do will make they're them. They're never going to be
0: Tracy Bates. No, you, you know, you say transitioner, but I think that's the wrong term and here's what I mean. Drag queens aren't aren't trans people. Drag queens are men that True. are men when they're True. not doing their drag crap. This is they're not even in the LGBTQXYZ123s. <laughs> they're not You're they're, just, right. they're just a bunch of dudes trying to be Lady Gaga.
1: It's so hard to keep track now. I don't it even is. know how to what words do we use? What's the acronym? I don't even know. It's ridiculous. I swear, Joe, if anybody ever did that to my kid, Oh, head, it's over. Mm, mm, mm. Don't mess with mamas.
0: No, don't. No, well, no, don't do that, or don't mess with big, you know, Italian fathers. Um, yes. there's going to be hell to pay. It's uh, Tracy Beans. Go to uncoverdc.com. This Carrie Lake thing this Katie Hobbs thing, it shouldn't go away. We should fight tooth and nail, or else 2024, we are going to be screwed. That's the first thing. Second thing, parents, if I see one more of you on a piece of video, gladly bringing your four year old to go put a dollar in the g string of of a drag person, oh, we're going to have an issue. It starts yeah. and stops with parenting. This would all go away if the parents all got together and said no more.
1: And when they try to, they get calls from the police. So, Well, you
0: and I are going to be uh, canceled because we just talked to them because we don't know what category to put them in.
1: Sorry. I mean, stop making it so confusing. Maybe we'll <laughs> figure it out.
0: Make it easier to understand. Tracy, I appreciate <laughs> you. Go to un- UncoverDC.com. We'll talk to you soon, all right? Thanks, Joe. All right. Back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Tracy Beans was awesome as, as usual. Make sure you stop by UncoverDC.com. UncoverDC.com. Go see everything that she and the staff does over there. Great reporting, independent reporting every single time. And I uh, really love that she's updating us on the Carrie Lake stuff. Let's do some pop-up. Dirty pop mm-hmm. Hi Apollo, right, what's going on? So I know you're not a big football fan anymore, but did you see this story with the Washington Commanders? Did not, what happened? So Dan Snyder, who purchased the then Washington Redskins right. in nineteen ninety nine for seven hundred and fifty million dollars, just sold it to Magic Johnson and somebody else named Josh Harris for six point five excuse me, six point oh five billion dollars. Come on, dude. Yes. That's that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, we need to go buy a football team, I guess. Polo, thank you, Sam. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kerry. We're back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Have a great night. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.
1: This must be